Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 2 through 7, the book of Titus, chapter 2, verse 11 through 14, the gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, verse 1 through 20, and Psalm 96. I am so grateful, as I said before, that we have the opportunity to worship together tonight, but I also am grateful to have the opportunity to get together and talk about how annoying other people are. (laughs) People are just really annoying, and 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 by people I mean everyone else besides me, like you all, probably, and and other people that I know. I love you all, and, and, and we all love each other, and we get together with family, and we're so excited for it, and then like in a few minutes we're like, oh yeah, you people, right, okay, okay. And it's this thing that we do where we love people in theory um, and on principle and in our minds and then and then there they are right in front of us and things kind of fall apart and and i've i've realized that one of the reasons that that we get irritated that we get frustrated with others is that they dare uh, to be their own person they dare to have their own idea of what their life should look like and and what's good and we have passion for things i noticed today you may have noticed and two of the readings it talks about zeal the zeal of the lord will bring about justice and and we are meant to be people who are zealous for good works it's talking about this this passion and this inborn thing but the thing about passion is the things that i'm zealous about you might think are boring stick with me for a moment think think about the fact of have you ever heard a song that just like cut right into you and just 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 made your heart open up and you're like this is the most beautiful thing in the world and and you find someone you, you care about, you love, and you're like, I'm, I'm going to play this song for them. And then they'll get to, they'll see how beautiful it is. I, I'm teary just thinking about this song. There's this one part towards the end, the, the singer's voice kind of catches, and I lose it every time. I, I can't wait till my, the person I love hears this song, and you, you put it on for them. I want you to listen to this song. Oh, yeah, okay. And you put it on for them, and, and you're listening, and you're, you're digging in, and you know they're digging in, and about 30 seconds into the song, they're like, hey, did you remember the, and you're like, No! Why are you talking? Like, well, I was just thinking about all the errands we have to run. No, it's the song that breaks your heart, don't you know? And they're like, oh, right, yeah, I was supposed to care about that. Is it, is it still going? I'll, you're like, oh, why did you have to get in the way of me loving you by being yourself? Or maybe there's this movie that just blows your mind, and you, you call someone up, and you're like, oh, my gosh, did you see that movie? It was life-changing. And they'll go, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. I love you less now. Why did you say that? And I realize, and I realize that, that one of the reasons that this holiday season is so stressful. Now you see, we do this thing where we talk about how it's stressful because of other people's expectations on us. But so much of the reason this season is stressful is because of our own expectations and the expectations we place on others it is not enough for me to find joy in this beautiful evening i want you to find joy in it too and i want you to find it in all the same places in which i do i want christmas not only to be beautiful and magical for me i want it to be magical for you too and in all the same ways. And when you dare to have a different experience than I have, it throws me for a loop, and I judge you a little bit. 
And then you do the same to me, and this is what we do. We create this energy. We create this energy that's based in expectation. All of the resentment or the frustration that we have with others, so much of it comes because we have specific expectations, and they don't live into them because they are too busy being their own person. Now, I don't think there is anyone that we do this to more than God. I believe that we have very specific expectations for how God should be God. How God should be. And it should look a certain way. God's godness should look a certain way and make our world and our lives look a certain way. And when our world and our lives don't look that way, the way we expect that God would want it to look, we go, God, why don't you make it right? And by right, I mean the way I think it should be. Even on a day like today, on Christmas Eve, as we prepared for this day, I'm driving around today, barely getting through these streets. They're worse today than they were yesterday somehow. And I'm driving through and I'm thinking, really, God, on your birthday, you couldn't help me help you. Like, come on. This is not right. So crazy. We, we have this idea of how God should save us. We as a people, we pray for salvation. And on tonight, we celebrate the birth of Jesus, which we say is the salvation of the world. The people who are begging for salvation in Jesus' story, they're not talking about wanting to go to the right place when they die. They are hoping that the place where they live in the here and now will be saved. They're not praying for something special and magical to happen to their souls later. They are praying for peace now, for justice now, for reconciliation and healing, for people to get past the ways that we harm each other now. So if God's going to save us in that way, God should send someone in who's going to really clean house and take care of business, and I mean now. And God sends a baby. The audacity of God. Babies. You want to talk about a person that has no interest in your expectations of them. <laughs> Baby. And, and you don't need to be a parent to know what I'm talking about. Okay? Because if you're even around any baby, if they're hungry, they don't care if you're tired. If it's in church, oh man, church is the best because we're like, we love babies. And then babies make a sound and we're like, not that much. We love babies when they're quiet. I always find it funny when people ask me, like, oh, like when I had kids, was it, is he a good baby? I'm like, no, he's hanging out with the wrong crowd. He's smoking cigarettes. He stole my car last week. <laughs> a good baby? And what they mean, what do they mean? Is the child inconveniencing you at all? Is it quiet enough and go to sleep at the right times? 
Our idea of what a good baby is like our idea of a good person. One that you can enjoy and appreciate without frustrating you or changing your life any more than you'd like. And our idea of salvation is a salvation that will not inconvenience us in any way and that will happen right away on our terms and in our timeline. And God gives us a baby. The most fascinating thing, though, about babies in their utter insistence on being themselves is that they have this amazing gift uh, that whatever you think is important, uh, it doesn't matter how stubborn you are, you will stop what you are doing. And again, it doesn't have to be your baby. What does that baby need? Like, what does it need so it can stop making that sound? Please, Lord, please. That's real. When, no, everybody's in, right? It's not just, I wish that person would quiet that baby up. It's like, what do they need? Food? Do they need? I, I've got anything. What do you need? Take the keys to my car. Please help whatever it takes. And that's real. The, what happens with this human that is insisting on being itself is that we have to recognize that human's humanity dignity, agency. And we have to look outside of ourselves and we are turned towards another. I believe this is the kind of salvation that Jesus Christ brings into our lives. I believe that Jesus brings us salvation by insisting in his very being from day one that we acknowledge God's presence on this earth. And we acknowledge the presence of God, not just in a prayer or in a divine moment, not just in a miracle, but we notice the presence and power of God in the inconvenient, frustrating people right in front of us. What a beautiful thing. What a powerful thing. The, the birth of a person. It's just the beginning. Today on Christmas, we don't celebrate the climax or the culmination of our salvation. We get to celebrate this evening and this season. We celebrate the beginning of salvation, the birth of it. And the birth of our salvation comes when we look outside of ourselves and our narrow understanding of God's presence. We are transformed by the beauty of God, living and true in the lives and the hearts of the people who surround us. This is the power of this time. So in the days, in the next few days, maybe the weeks if you can pull it off, maybe you can notice for yourself and you can feel that frustration bubbling. How much of this is because of my own expectations of the person I'm with? And maybe, just maybe, you can let go of some of your expectations and simply appreciate the beauty and the difference of the person that God has placed in your presence. And maybe that's too much sometimes. So maybe you have 
Because you've got to be a little bit of gracious with yourself, right? Maybe, just maybe, if you can't let it go of those expectations, you can just see them and maybe hold them just a little bit more loosely. And when you fail at that, not if, when you fail at that, I'm a big fan of the language of the 12 steps, and one of the things they say in those meetings uh, is just for today. So I don't know if you're going to do it for the rest of your life, I don't know what you're going to do for the rest of the Christmas season. For the rest of today, and that's pretty good, I mean, you got 24 minutes, for the rest of today. <laughs> for the rest of today, can you let go of your expectations? Or notice them? Can you let them go so that you can be present to where God is working in this world and in your life? Can you hold them a little bit more loosely just for today? Because just for today, God has already begun the work of salvation. And tomorrow when you wake up on Christmas, it'll be today. And just for today, you can look again at the birth of salvation taking place in the lives of the ones you love. Y'all, you are a blessing. Every single one of you. You're a blessing. But you've, many of you and many of us have been taught that because we're blessings, we're supposed to go out and make the world a better place. And that's nice. The funny thing is, a lot of the world is already amazingly blessed. And we're too busy trying to fix it to recognize the blessing of the world we've been given, the people whom we've been given. You are a blessing, but can you take that blessing and look at it and then see the blessing in others? To be able to see God's blessing, God's presence in others, this is the gift of Jesus Christ on Christmas. This is the beginning, the birth of salvation. And this is our work for today. Merry Christmas.